Hello there, and welcome to the Healthy Gamer Girl podcast. I'm Liz, the Healthy Gamer Girl, and this is episode 9. So, before I even get into anything and say the disclaimer, I just want to take a second to talk about The Witcher, more specifically The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. I downloaded it yesterday on Impulse off of Steam because it was on sale for like 45% off for the whole bundle, and I got very excited. So it was like $44 US for all three Witcher games, and I've always, like, looked at them and thought how fun they'd be to play, but just never really downloaded them. I think most of my problem was that I was playing on a Mac for so many years. I know so many of you just cringed, but I was playing Mac games and, like, Nintendo games for a super long time and never really branched out, and I'd always looked at it and thought, oh, I should really play that. It's got so many things that are right up my alley, Um, but I didn't until this weekend, and I don't know what really motivated me, but there some, some little voice told me to download it, and so I did. And I've just been playing a little bit on tutorial mode, which is super, super easy mode, but I actually really like that because I have that opportunity to kind of learn this game, but moreover, I get to look at all this gorgeous scenery that that's in place and it's just so incredibly beautiful and you're traipsing around what looks like eastern europe and it's just absolutely incredible it's not just like the landscape and the scenery which is gorgeous but even the buildings like there are these pretty decorations and the taverns and the inns and the walls are painted and the clothing is just gorgeous of course that's what i noticed like the scenery and the clothing but i mean on top of that i actually really really like the style of combat it's pretty easy to do. I uh, had been playing with a keyboard and a con- and my mouse when I very first started, but that was insane. And so I just switched to the game controller. It's so much, so much easier. I can't even express how much easier it is to play with a controller. So do yourself a favor. Spend like the 10 or $20 on getting a controller that hooks into your computer if you have a PC and are playing this. It's just so much better. Um, But anyway, I would totally recommend The Witcher. It's really nice. The storyline is super cool. And yeah, definitely a good way to spend some time. So back to to business here. Um, It's just the disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. This podcast is not meant to be taken as medical advice. Um, It's not meant to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease and is only informational in nature, so please always consult with your physician before beginning any new diet or health regimen. Today, we're going to talk about functional fitness, which is what I like to call working out without going to the gym. And you might be thinking, how can you work out without going to the gym? Or you're way beyond this, and you're, think- you're thinking like, oh, duh, we all, we know that, like, you don't have to tell us twice. But anyway, if you're in that camp, you can sign off. If not, stick around. Um, exercise is really important. And I feel stupid saying that because I feel like it's one of those things that are common knowledge by now. And when we don't work out, we all have that nagging voice in the back of our head saying, like, you should be doing this. Like, you're getting lazy. Your muscles are turning to jelly. And as I said, the benefits are common knowledge at this point. We all know it's good for our health and our blood pressure and our heart rate and our whole cardiovascular system. It's great for your lung capacity. There are so many benefits to your brain, your mood, and focus. Um, they say that people who exercise are more productive at work. Just lots of things. Um, apparently, it 
boosts um, your mood so that you have better interactions with your family and friends and just generally helps you to live a better life. Now on a more like on a smaller scale just like more in terms of your body itself exercising just gets everything moving so it gets blood flowing more it gets um, all of your muscles it forces them to repair themselves it kind of forces your cells to regenerate at a rate that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise and it can help your body heal by kind of moving out all of this stagnant energy and clearing out cell waste so I know we've talked about cell waste in the lymphatic system before, but all of your cells have their own metabolism just to keep things running. So when they have waste byproducts, just like you and I have waste byproducts that we get rid of in the bathroom, your cell waste gets rid of these through lymph fluid, which is what kind of flows around your body in this series of channels. And your lymph nodes are like those swollen things that are on the side of your neck when you're sick, basically. They're, I mean, you have these little nodes under your armpits and um, your groin and your legs and your arms in general and your chest and also your neck and your head all over. And it's kind of these little like centers that help move this lymph fluid throughout your body to be filtered and then excreted. So exercise gets this system moving faster, the fluid moves around more, so it can decrease swelling, increase healing, so many benefits. And I know there's more benefits, but it seems like kind of a waste to just tell you about them because we've already established that exercise is key. Which brings me to my next point, going to the gym. Now, I really do not like gyms. I cannot stress that enough. I don't know whether it's just what I feel too competitive maybe if all these people are around. I don't know whether it's a sense of embarrassment. It's almost definitely partially a sense of embarrassment of not being as good as someone else or as good as I think I should be. Um, but I also just kind of don't like going to the gym because it's like this whole awkward process and like it's shared equipment, which kind of grosses me out to be totally honest. It's super gross to me. Like, I'm sweating on something that someone just sweated on. And I know people spray them down, but, like, it's still kind of icky. And then if I want to go to the gym, it's like I have to really make time and then travel there and then get set up and work out and then shower and then come back. I don't know. It just it seems very complicated for something that doesn't need to be. So I'd like to present an alternative, and it's, it's what I do in my little fitness routines and it's don't go to a gym just exercise at home you do not need equipment and I know this isn't at all a new concept like for instance walking and jogging and running are basically free activities that do not require a gym that so many millions of people do every single day but you don't even have to do that Honestly, if you're not in a place in your life where jogging is something that fits in with your lifestyle or your schedule or your fitness level, like, no worries. There are so many easier ways. And one of them is taking stairs everywhere. And it seems really simple, but you will notice a difference. Um, I recently, well, a year ago, had changed jobs from, it was the same company, just like a different location. And my previous location only had one flight of stairs, so it was two stories. And my new location, actually, it was an additional, like, two flights of stairs to get from the bottom floor to my office. And I did so much more walking, and I didn't really realize it, but I actually got in better shape, sadly, from going up and down 
just that increased amount of stairs. And it's little things like this that really do make a difference. It's also like making multiple trips for things. In my apartment, I have um, two floors. Well, there's the bottom floor and then the, the loft, which you get to by this really, actually really cool spiral staircase. So sometimes now I'll just purposefully take more trips just to get a little more exercise in. And then there's things like really simple things, like if you're at work, just go over to someone's office instead of calling them on the phone. Of course, like use discretion for this. Not everybody appreciates that. But if you know it's something where you could either page them or talk to them on the phone and it's got to be a whole conversation, just go find them. It's one, you'll communicate a lot better, but two, you get some exercise. Now, beyond that, beyond walking and exercising, if you want a, something a little more advanced, which I highly recommend, you don't actually have to go to a gym or have gym equipment. You can just do bodyweight exercises. And bodyweight exercises are basically things that will get you in shape that do not require equipment, but rather just require your very own body weight, which you have. That's a thing that exists for you. So you really do not need anything. And fancy outfits, just like throw on a crappy t-shirt and some underwear or a pair of shorts, whatever. So my favorite body, work, body weight exercise is just squats. And squats are kind of a big deal in the paleo and CrossFit world right now, but I think they're pretty onto something because squats are amazing. When you do them right, not only does it work all up and down your legs, but you'll also get your stomach, your back, and in a hardcore way, your butt. Like, you will look so good if you just start doing squats. And you don't even need to hold weight or anything. You can pretty much just use your own body weight to keep this... I guess, like, tension on your muscles. And once that gets too easy, like, for instance, I try to do 50 squats a day. And when I very first started out, I do five sets of 10 or, like, sets of 20, between 50 and 100. I don't know. It varies depending on how I feel and how much other stuff I'm doing. So let's say I'm doing 50 and five sets of 10. Um, I start, when I first started, I didn't have any weight because I just... My legs were kind of jelly-like. They weren't really, I was not in great shape. And so I really couldn't handle having any weight. It was just a little too much. I would actually like be shaky and like a little bit out of breath. And I don't think it's good to push yourself to that point all the time, or at least when you're first starting out. So I started out no weight and just slowly increased it as time went on. Um, another thing you can do that requires little to no skill are push-ups. And I know I said little to no skill for push-ups, which is counterintuitive because doing real push-ups actually requires a lot. But doing baby push-ups, which is where you have like your knees on the ground, is pretty easy. So if you can't actually do full push-ups yet or a lot of them, start off by doing these like little baby push-ups and build that upper body strength. Um... Planks are also great for not only upper body strength, but more like more clearly you'll notice when you're doing them as your stomach and the, your back, your core area as people call it. Um, and planks are great too. I would also recommend, as weird as it sounds, and this is something that like safety is an issue and damage to your house could be an issue, but handstands. I love handstands and I do them up against a wall just to kind of minimize like catastrophe. 
but I do find that they really, really help build upper body strength and my arms. And if you're in a handstand, you can try to like lower yourself to the ground and just make progress there. So um, handstands, push-ups, planks, squats, and then, oh, glute bridges is another thing that I absolutely love to do. You can tell these are all fairly stationary activities. Like they don't really require a lot of movement, but it's a lot of like muscle work and holding these poses. Um, but glute bridges are, and I'll link, I'll link to this. You'll be able to see it, but it's when you lie on your back and you put your knees up, like you just like put your, I guess your feet parallel or um, perpendicular to the ground and, or your feet are parallel to the ground, but your legs are perpendicular. They're like bent. And then you just push yourself up so that you're like arched. It's like a half bridge. And this, like, weird, weird as it sounds, it really works your glutes because you end up, like, squeezing your butt together in order to stay up there. So it works your legs and your glutes, and it just it feels really good with very minimal input. You can do that for, like, 30 seconds, and it will burn. It's kind of nice. And then once you've adapted to that, you just add a little bit of weight. And finally, the last, like, body weight type thing I would recommend is actually yoga. And don't laugh. It doesn't have to be like you going to yoga classes. This can be you watching a five-minute beginner video on YouTube, which is actually kind of my favorite way to do things. Like, I'm not the type of person to want to sit there through, like, a 45-minute slow flow or, like, an hour-and-a-half power yoga, hot yoga class. Like, that gives me anxiety thinking about. But I do like saying, oh, man, you know what? My hamstrings are really tight today or my hips are really tight. Like, why don't I find a nice series of poses for that. And so that's what I'll do is I'll just go on YouTube, go, like search out that, say like beginner yoga hip. And then it finds you a nice little five minute routine that you can do of all these poses. And eventually you just start learning them and say to yourself, oh, my hips are tight today. I know what to do. And then you can just kind of increase all of these things until you find your happy place. Um, you'll notice that I didn't actually mention using any equipment, and that's because I don't think it's totally necessary. I actually do have a rower. Um, I'll link it below. It's like a rowing machine, and it's set up in front of my TV, which actually functions as like my gaming monitor, so it kind of works in two ways. One, if I'm watching TV, I try to make myself work out, but two, when I'm gaming, I like motivate myself by saying, like, okay, so if I do like these like 10 really hard pulls or if I do two minutes of like pretty solid rowing I get to do this so again I try to rely mostly on strength and less on like the cardio aspects of it when I'm doing these short bursts during like a movie or like a gaming spree it's really a spree um which I find motivates me more but also because like short bursts of like strong exercise can actually do more for your body than like long-winded cardio. And another reason I like having that rower set up in front of my monitor is because it's kind of in my face shaming me into exercising, which is nice. Um, and I know I'm not the only one who does this. I know there are a lot of gamers out there that set up exercise um, equipment in front of their monitor. I know I talked a while ago about that guy who used his treadmill as a stand-in desk for Warcraft. And then if you're on Instagram um, and follow the Keto Gamer, I know she has a stationary bike set up in front of her computer. 
think it's funny. Like, we're all doing this. All of us who like to play games and be fit have our own little systems. Um, but you don't totally need to buy equipment. And if you do like equipment, like I know some people actually function really well. I'm one of them. I like treadmills. I also like running outside here and there, but I really do think that treadmills motivate me. Same with bikes and my rower. Like I actually enjoy working out on these things. So if you are someone like that, I would recommend not impulse buying anything until you've established this other workout routine where you do body weight stuff for a while and really get yourself into it. Because you don't want to straight off the bat buy yourself a treadmill and then kind of become overwhelmed because with the treadmill you really have to commit to it. Like you have to be doing more. You can't just like walk for 10 seconds. You really have to commit to like a 15 to 20 minute burst. And then if you can't do that, you'll feel guilty. It'll be a whole thing. So don't necessarily impulse buy. Like set up yourself a routine without actually any equipment. And then when you've sort of established this, that's when you can make that move and decide what you really want. And then again, another equipment recommendation I would have is just don't put it in like your basement or in your laundry room or in a separate room unless you have like an intense gym setup, which is pretty cool if you do. But if you just have that one piece of equipment, don't put it in a place where you're going to forget about it. Just keep it out in the open to remind yourself that it's there and that it needs to be used. So now that we've kind of talked a little bit about some exercises you can do about, and again, like these are at all levels, body weight exercises are great because anyone can really do them and you can be, you can modify them to any skill set and any skill level. But the question remains of how much exercise should you do? And this question is pretty open and the answer is even more open because just like your dietary needs, which are all different, our exercise needs are different as well. So what I need might be much, much different from what you need. And you really have to decide also what works for you based on your fitness level. When I'm like, I was an athlete for years and years and years. I played competitive sports like soccer, um, a lot of basketball. I was on a rowing team. Um, I did a lot of running. I used to like run um, like five to 10 miles a day just for fun, which is insane to me now because I definitely wouldn't do that anymore. But I was very athletic and then just stopped. Like, kind of, it fell off over the past, like, few years. And up to this year, I was, like, super stagnant over the winter. I just kind of sat there like a gross little jelly lump and just didn't do anything. Just nothing. And then this winter when I started kind of realizing how I needed to get in shape again. Because, like, I'll follow this pattern. I'll, like, fall out of shape in the winter and then in the summertime be motivated again. But this winter... I stopped it halfway through and realized, like, okay, I gotta kind of do something. And that is around the time I switched that um, working locations and ended up having way more stairs. And that was just kind of like a kick in the pants. It was like a reminder that I can't even handle these flights of stairs. Like, I really need to get things going. So at that point in time, I just started doing all of this bodyweight stuff. But like I said before, I was super weak, and so I couldn't actually use weight with it. But as you increase your exercise, you can slowly increase weight. And you can do that by adding um, like hand weights or 
if you're walking, you can put like those weight bag things or like ankle straps on. I don't really know what those are called. I will link to some so that you know what I'm talking about. Um, and you can kind of decide based on your level. So if you're super, super fit and work out all the time, you probably don't need to be listening to this and having me tell you what to do. But if you're moderately fit, you can just do what feels like a challenge. So like I talked about before, doing 50 squats with like no weight, if that's not a challenge for you, try doing them with 10 pounds or do 10 squats with 30 pounds of weight and then do five sets of that throughout the day. So if your muscles really burn and if by the end of those 10 squats, you're like, oh, holy crap, I could not have done another one then you've probably like worked out pretty effectively for building muscle. And that's if you're moderately fit. If you're a beginner, you might not want to do that. You might not want to get to the point where you're fatigued and almost at failure. Like You might just want to do enough to motivate yourself to do more. And that's, I think, equally as important as pushing your muscles hard. It's just getting into that groove. So for that, maybe you do just do five sets of 10 squats, air squats. And like, that is your victory. And maybe the next day, or even that day, you do the five sets of air squats and you also do some glute bridges and handstands and five minutes of yoga. And altogether, that's probably like 15 minutes worth of exercise. So it doesn't really take that much time or commitment, but that's 15 minutes more than you would have gotten. And you end up working all of these muscle groups and doing all of this stuff in that period of time. And I think that the quality of your exercise is far more important than the quantity. So you could do a half hour on the treadmill, but you're only working a very limited set of muscles. So if you do this 15 minutes of like kind of a circuit of different sets where you're working your whole body, I really do think that that is um, at least more beneficial in terms of like overall fitness and your overall muscle tone and your overall health. And don't feel bad if that seems like kind of daunting right now, because like I said, when I first started working out again, that was kind of daunting. Like that was what I could handle was like that 15 to 20 minutes spread out throughout the day of various body weight activities. And what's nice about that is kind of at that point, any improvement is positive. And it didn't really impact my, um, like my social life, which is non-existent. So I don't even know why I said that, but it didn't really impact my actual, like, I'll say it, my hobbies, my gaming, my like craft time, my cooking, like it didn't impact my life in any real or significant way because you know that you spend at least 15 to 20 minutes every day doing something silly like browsing Buzzfeed or on social media or just sitting there lounging, like flipping through the TV. And if you can take that time and make it more productive, you won't even notice that it's, it's, it's not more time added to your day. You've just replaced kind of a blah activity with something super beneficial for you. And the only like thing you will notice is how much better you feel. So it's totally worth it just to step up your life a little bit and add this gaming routine, not this gaming, oh my gosh, add this fitness routine in there and you can sneak it in with your gaming so you won't lose anything there. But I really do think that you'll feel better and you'll notice it. And you might be thinking like, how does this improve my gaming? 
Well, we talked about how exercise improves your mood and your focus and just your overall like cognitive abilities. And I think that's definitely an avenue where it could help out. So maybe your reflexes are a little quicker or you're a little sharper and more able to focus or you can help strategize better for your team during a battleground or in a raid. So there are many ways we can translate that over. A nice little stretch right there. Um, so that's pretty much it. It's just exercise is super, super important, but you don't need to go to the gym and feel all that social pressure to do crazy workouts or crazy exercise routines or kickboxing or um, like yoga Pilates, action-packed, like P90X kind of stuff. Like you don't need to do that. You can just do very simple things at home and just build on those and you'll notice results. It's one of those slow and steady wins the race situations, but honestly, that's how it is. So I think that brings us to the end for today. Thank you all so, so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. If you have any comments or questions or input at all, I would love to hear it. And you can find me at healthygamergirl.com and then just contact me there. There's a list of all my social channels and my email is there. Just you'll find me. And as always, the show notes are at healthygamergirl.com slash show notes. So if you have a question about, like, what was that thing you mentioned, you can leave a comment there. You can click on the links that I've listed. You can find out more information. It's great. So show notes, fabulous. And finally, if you want to leave a review for me, I would be so tickled because it really does mean a lot. And um, you can leave a review on iTunes or on Stitcher. And that would just, honestly, it would make my day. So thank you so, so much again. Um, I will see you soon and stay healthy and happy gaming.